Hey everybody. Yeah, we're trying something different today. So uh, you can get comfortable. Um, imagine this is a kind of Sunday morning chat show. Okay, so uh, you grab your coffee and relax and take a seat and just get to enjoy what's, uh, what's going to be shared. Uh, I think it's been a significant morning already and uh, I think there's more to come. I don't know about you, but just during the worship, I was just really sensing uh, just the weight of God's glory. Um, I don't know how many of you just felt the weight in the room, um, but that weight is his glory, uh, and his glory was resting on us. And um, I was just thinking, when Pete came and read what he read, uh, my Lord says to your Lord, come up here and sit at my right hand, and uh, just asking God about that. And I felt him say, it's a time of promotion for us. It's a time of promotion for us. And he's saying to us, come up here, come up here. And he's bringing us up to where he sits and saying, look from this perspective. And uh, yeah, that promotion, I think, is increasing influence. It's increasing authority. Uh, it's about abundance and stewarding abundance. And uh, that's why he's giving us glory. Jesus said, he's, I'm giving you the glory. He said, I'm giving them the glory that you gave to me, that the Father gave to him. He's not afraid to give his glory to us. And that's what's happening this morning. What we're going to be looking at and just exploring uh, as I uh, interview Joel this morning is the subject of giving uh, and wealth creation. Um, As I was just preparing for this, um, initially I was thinking about just focusing on on giving. Um, And then I was chatting with Joel uh, and uh, we were just talking about it and realized actually it's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. Because if you approach the subject of giving with a kind of poverty mindset and think, well, the pie is this big and it's not getting any bigger, then actually, you know, God asking you to give more, other people saying, hey, give more, well, all you're doing is giving more of a pie that's not getting any larger. But actually, if you approach it from a wealth mindset and actually know that God is the source of all wealth and the one who wants to give us abundantly, as Kim was talking about earlier, actually you begin to approach it completely differently. And actually giving and creating wealth is all part of the same journey. It's all part of unlocking the resources of heaven in order that we can do all that God's put in our hearts to do. And when I was just uh, chatting with Joel, you'll get to hear some of the stories in a moment. It just became apparent that actually those two things are two sides of the same coin and need to be looked at together. Um, At the end, we're going to be taking a special offering for the Annex. Um, And the band are going to be coming back up and and just leading us um, in that. Um, But just want to spend a few minutes interviewing Joel and uh, just getting him to tell some of the stories and just share his perspective uh, on this. Um, Joel is someone who, uh, he's done the school here at Eastgate, he's been part of Eastgate for many years and uh, has just got amazing stories to share um, around the whole subject of giving, generosity and wealth creation um, Joel's got his own tree surgery business, for those that, that don't know that, uh, that's growing and successful. And, uh, you know, God talks about, you know, there's a, there's a spiritual gift of giving and generosity. It's actually a gift that God gives and gifts of faith. Um, and I believe that this man carries that. Um, and so just get him to share some of his stories to, to inspire and, and, uh, and just give away what, what he's carrying. So, Joel, thanks for joining us. Um, so yeah, what Dave Foggan was 
speaking about in wanting, God wanting to increase our expectation is a really big deal. Um, because when it comes to giving, I think one of the biggest lies is um, that we think that we shouldn't ask for more or ask for increase. That somehow we should give without expecting anything back, like there's something noble in that. Uh, like that could be being greedy or being selfish. But that's, the Bible teaches us that we should always give with expectation that God is going to increase us. And if we think it's, it's greedy to ask for more, it's like, um, what's the proof that we've conquered greed? It's that we're generous. So if our heart is to be really big givers, and the idea that it could be selfish to ask for more, well, I think it's the opposite. I think it's selfish if we don't ask for more, because... If we don't ask for more, we're limited to our own resources. And then that pie doesn't get any bigger because we, we're not involving God. But, but when we ask God for more, I'm always saying, God, anything that I invest, I'm looking for a return. I'm actually looking for a harvest uh, because I want that to grow so that I can continue to be like really generous like, and push that boat out to a crazy place where, God, if you don't show up, I'm in trouble. <laughs> and, um, but, but that's kind of exciting and um, so I've got a lot of stories where I that's exactly what I did so on um, Wednesday this week uh, a man just rang me, it was random uh, someone I support each month he's a lovely missionary guy, said Joel, I, and he would never normally ask but he said there's an operation in Romania for this girl and uh, I need £800 and um, I'm wondering I, I wouldn't like to ask you but if you can, can you help? So my first reaction to that is not, yes, sure, I'll give you £800. It's actually, I'm always saying, Lord, what are you saying? Lord, what are you saying? What are you saying? What are you saying? Because if I can feel God's pleasure on that, and if I can feel his smile on that, then I can give that knowing I've done what the smile of God is on that, and therefore there's a big reward in it also for me. No one's going to lose. So I, it took me two minutes, and I just, I was like, Lord, 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 what are you saying? What are you saying? And I could just, I didn't hear a booming voice. Yes, son, give this money. It's a a feeling. It could be any number of things. But when God's speaking, there's a sense of pleasure. There's a sense of joy. Um, Maybe excitement, because it could be unaffordable. (laughs) I I, I I had enough to cover that, right? So that that gave me joy, that there there was enough to cover it. But it was the trust issue. Of God, are you getting involved? And um, so yeah. I did it. But then what happened? The same day, I had some tree surgery work on. But a guy we were working for in a school, he said to me, "Do you know any um, grab lorry drivers who can take away all this topsoil?" We said, "I've, I've had two companies. They've both let me down." Um, and I said, "I do know somebody." He came in and he said he wanted 280 pounds per load to get rid of it. So it was 120 for the haulage and 160 for the tipping cost. And the guy said, yes, I'd like you to, to do that, please, because my other quote was 290, so it's just a bit cheaper. But more than anything, I just want reliability, because these people let me down. I said to the, the driver, I said, look, if I could find outlets for all that topsoil, uh, how much would you do it for? He said, well, uh, just the haulage, 120 a load. I made phone calls. God gave me outlets for every single... He did seven runs in, the, in that one day. Uh, he did two the next day, and there's a whole load more to come. So... I didn't even have to do the work, and 
every time he did a run, 160, I was billing them 280. In fact, after four runs, I said to the manager, would you like me to do a bit cheaper? Maybe I could do it for 250 a load, because I was just making really good profit, and I wanted everybody to be a winner. The, pe the people that received the topsoil, the people that received the topsoil, you know, a bit nervous, what are we getting? Is it going to be good topsoil? Is it going to be... So they initially said, we'll take one load. They liked it so much, they said, give us more. One guy said, you can unload an indefinite amount. Um, and so, um, straight away, that, that, the next day, I mean, there was there some, I'm cutting the story short, but I saw God give me something from a business that I'm not even involved with. Um, <laughs> wow. Because my, uh, my heart is always, if I do this thing in my own strength, there's no reward. But if I do it with God, every single person is going to be blessed. There was not one loser mm. wow. in that whole sequence. The, the manager was blessed, a girl got an operation... Um, uh, so the increase is like sometimes you don't know when your harvest is coming so you're going to sow a seed because your trust is in the Lord so for me I'll sow a seed as long as it's connecting with my joy and excitement and I feel God's pleasure on it I just believe it's going to be rewarded wow. whether it's going to be rewarded today, tomorrow when a farmer sows his seed he sows the seed into the field he doesn't immediately walk away and forget that he ever sowed a seed He's, he's, he's got his attention that there's a harvest here, there's something in this for me. Mm. So each week, he's going to go back and check up on that, make sure it's watered, make sure there's no pests and diseases. He's, he's looking for signs of growth. Um, it, so I'm always keeping an eye on my harvest. Where's my harvest? Mm. Because in my harvest is going to be room for, for more, uh, for God, for generosity, for seeing the kingdom come. Mm. It's going to be full of excitement. Uh, if I ever feel heaviness or... It literally, I will let the offering pass me by. I, I don't feel... Uh, sometimes you feel a bit funny when the offering goes by and is anyone looking at me because I didn't give something? Yeah, there's that sort of little sense sometimes and I wished I didn't have that. Maybe we've all felt a little bit of that. <laughs> but we, we should be just completely free to let the thing pass us by because if it's not connected to my joy, if it feels like that's a burden, that's not going to be God. Mm. Neither is it going to be rewarded. So yeah. I'm, I'm always looking for the, um, mm. for the increase that... So every time I give, wherever it is, it's always, God, I need you to be involved. And if you're not involved, I just have to say no to the person that's asking me or anything. Because if that person becomes my provider, I've done them no favour and I've done myself no favour. We're both decreased. Um, when I'm pointing people, look, God is your provider, uh, I'm, then your relationship with him is with him and your reward is with him. Mm -hmm. And maybe you're going for a testing time, and I've been through that, and still perhaps do, but it's like um, sometimes I've felt that giving has... I've got so many sort of commitments, and then these, a big thing arrives, and I feel like, God, I feel like I'm treading water and just about coming up for breath here. When are you going to really bless me? <laughs> um, and that's my cry. That's God. God, I'm never going to let go of my belief that that you're my reward and you're going to increase me. And uh, uh, different people were talking about enlarging and increase. And um, I, I just think that as we give, um, we just give with expectation. And, and I, I'm hooking things into my mind that uh, are connecting to my harvest. So I'll, maybe in a moment I'll tell you what I'm actually planning. For my, I would not normally like to tell people what I'm giving because... Uh, 
if you give um, making it known to people, then that, if that's what you're looking for, then that's your reward. You've had your reward. Um, if you're giving because the Father, because you're wanting to give to please him and you're not concerned about other people, then, then you're going to get his reward. Mm, but there's really something I'd like to share what I'm doing this morning, not because I want a pat on the back, but, but, but yeah. because I want to inspire. Mm. Before you get onto that, I know this has been a kind of a life journey for you. Yeah. And, and, you know, lots of stories of stepping out, risk, and, yes. and, and, and also times where you've wanted to give but haven't necessarily been able to in that moment. Um, the story of kind of, was it a church that moved in locally and where, you, where you, there's been some work or giving you'd wanted to do for oh, years, yeah. Yeah. but were waiting for God's pleasure. Could you just yeah. share that story? Yeah. So um, there was a church uh, which is called Prayer City. They're in Chatham, the biggest church in this country. 2,000 people roll up every, um, every Sunday and when they have conferences they have 6,000 people and it's right on my doorstep in Chatham a place called Butmore Park God blessed them, they bought this place for £5 million um, it was worth £18 million. but when they moved in um, there were loads of trees there and I was really excited that they'd arrived because um, it was just so close I just thought this can only be good and I'd also heard some other local churches say oh we're not sure about them and a sort of a negative twist, and I thought, man, I don't feel that at all. I'm just excited that they're here. Um, Lord, I want to be a blessing. And in my heart, I wanted to do all the tree surgery work, and there was a lot of stuff to do there. But it felt like if I did it, it would be the biggest burden in the world. It would just drain me. It would, And I could have done it, but it would have depleted me a lot. And, and after a year, I was thinking, maybe I could ask them for a little bit of money, and I'll do it. That just doesn't seem right at all. So I just kept this thing in my heart. And one day I went to their, their um, conference, didn't know who would be speaking. I had a three-hour window in my day, and so I just bought a day ticket. thought, I'll, I'll listen to one talk and go for Nigerian lunch there, because it's a Nigerian church, and then I'll carry on with my day. And uh, I just, Lord, lead me to the right speaker. I go into the auditorium, and on the way in, I hear, hear the words from the speaker, who I don't know his name, don't know who he is, everybody say the word cash as I'm walking in. And I thought, wow, I reckon quite a few of my friends might turn around and zip back out. <laughs> Um, and I thought, I cannot wait to hear what this guy's going to say, because I don't have to agree with it, and I'm big enough to decide if I do agree. But I'm glad I'm here, and I can't wait to hear what he's going to say. This guy, multi-millionaire, loves the Lord, surrendered everything, gave everything he had away on three separate occasions. I mean, and when that's millions, uh, he was down to his last $10,000, and um, the Lord said, do you want to see what I can do with that 10000 and he was like, no, that feels like my little bit of safety after having so much. Uh, but anyway, his stories set a light in my heart, rocked me. Wow, I was on fire. And, he said, and at the end he said, there's ten people here that need to give a thousand pounds, which is kind of, we don't do that here. I don't think Pete might ever do that. Um, <laughs> and how would you feel? You know, we're, we're, that's not our type of uh, flavour, is it? And it's a, we'd be a bit offended, perhaps. Maybe. So... <laughs> I, I, I just ran up the front I literally, I'd left money in my car because I get emotionally charged in these environments and I'll, 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 I'll stick it all in and possibly regret it later or pro- probably not regret it later but I, I, I want to be hearing God, yeah so I did empty my pockets I just had a few quid in my pockets and stuff but I ran up the front because I wanted to be blessed and that's what he wanted to pray blessing and increase and I said, I went off to lunch, I said, Lord, what do you want me to give? If it's a thousand, I will give a thousand, but I do need to hear your voice. And I heard God say to me, well, what would you like to give? 
I said, oh, uh, I want to do the tree work. I'd like to do all the tree surgery. I've been wanting to do that for years, been in my heart. And the Lord said, you can do it. Wow. For the first time I had a mandate to go and do thousands of pounds of work. I took all of my men. The next week I arranged with the leadership. They were pleased. Took all of my men. I hired a cherry picker and we did a day's work. My men said, we've done a few like free jobs for people and churches and different things anyway, so they know a little bit. But my men said, you want to be careful how much you do for free, Joel, because you're going to make yourself poor. My right-hand man came up to me and he said, Joel, I'm generous like you, but I don't do it with my money. I, I give my time to help anybody. And he was right, he was true. He was very generous in that sense. He'll help anybody. So I said to him, well, have you ever given anything just to see what God might do in your life? And he said, he said uh, first of all, he said, he came right up to my face and he said, I give five pounds to the Royal Lifeboat Society. And I think that's a lot of money. And he was deadly serious. Right, right up in my face. And in my heart, I thought, Flip, you, you, haven't, got a, you haven't got a clue. And it, but, but out loud, I said, I said, man, if you give fiver to the Royal Lifeboat Society, I said, that's fantastic. I said, have wow. you ever done anything just to see what God wow. would do in your life? Just to see how he'd get involved for you? I said, no, I don't think I have. I said, well, why don't you do this work for free with me? His wages is £150 a day. Why don't, you, why don't you do this work for free with me? And when God blesses it, you'll be part of the blessing. But please don't think I'm trying to save myself your wages, because I would like to um, pay you very happily. But God's going to bless it. And if you want to be part of that, then you do it for free with me. And don't do it for any other reason. He said, I'll think about it. At the end of the day, he said, Joe, I don't want to get paid for today. I said, wow, well done. If you're doing it for the good reason, then you stick at that with me. He didn't know we were going to go back there the next week and do another day up there. And at the end of that day, he said, Joe, I don't want to get paid for today. I said, wow, that's great faith. Not bad for someone that gave a fiver and thought that was a lot of money. Mm. We did a third week up there and he said, Joe, I don't want to get paid for today. I was beginning to feel like I wanted to pay him, you know. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got bills and stuff like that. I said, wow, that's great faith, are you sure? And he said, I don't want to get paid for today. We did a fourth day up there and he needed his uh, income, which is great and fine. But two weeks went by, nothing much happened. But you know what? I just knew that God was going to bless us. Two weeks went by, nothing happened, and then God opened the floodgates of heaven. I immediately got a £19,000 job with um, a company I'd never worked directly for before. Did it in record time. Immediately followed by a £12,000 job. I'd never put the price together. Somebody told me what I would be getting. God conspired to bless us that. We did it in three days because people said, oh, leave all the timber where it falls. I'll deal with that. Yeah, you can have a fire right next to the fire. Right, right. He had a fireplace right in his next door garden. Yeah, yeah, just burn it all, the brushwood there and... Everything conspired to bless us, and we did a £12,000 job in three days, followed by a £7,000 job, followed by a £5,500 job. I couldn't keep up with all the private work, so I was farming it out to companies I trusted. And they would drop, like, I'd get home, I'd walk through the letterbox, there'd be £100 all over the floor, I'd have to pick it all up, or there'd, or there'd be £200 on the floor. It rained money, and um, wow. uh, uh, I was able to pay my right-hand man double pay for several days, and time and three quarters for another number of days, and time and a half, and, and I saw other blessings hit his life, like he bought a vehicle that was always having vehicle problems, and this, this one lasted him, and, and then he wanted to spend more time with his kids, which 
he was a workaholic and had a lot of baggage in his life and he just suddenly he uh, I was always burdened by the fact that why would you want to just always be at work and not take and he was taking more time out to be with his kids and I thought this is there's multiple blessings here it's not just the money here this is you reached out in faith and God connected with you then uh, a year and a half later Pete Carter stood up and said I've sat and uh, he said I I just um, I was praying about the uh, offering for the, uh, for the annex, and I was asking God, how much of this should be mortgage? How much of it should we um, be looking to, to raise over through, through whatever that it would come in? Um, and he said, I felt God say to me uh, that we should expect that it would all come in without a mortgage. My heart leapt. I felt like, you know, in the, in the surgery where they put the electric things on you? I went, ka-chung! Wow, that's great faith. Thank you, God. That registered. That's you, God. Okay, wow, what's my part? What do I give? You know, okay, Lord, I've got to think big because, you know, if we're believing for that, then what do I give? And and I was at a time where uh, I just moved house and I was stretched to capacity. Um, I had to borrow money off of my dad that was unexpected, about 12 grand because I was short on the mortgage when it all went through and um, I took out another loan as well. I was stretched to capacity, but God had blessed us with a six-bedroom house. We'd gone from a small three-bed to a place that was nearly treble the size, and God did all of that. Another story. But uh, at the time when I was most stretched and I had no money, I said, Lord, what do I give? And uh, I felt God say, "Uh, what would you like to... What did he say to me? Oh, no, he said, how much can you believe me for? Oh, wow, wow. It was a question I wasn't expecting. How much can I believe you for? I said, uh... All right, God, um, if you give me £5,000, I'll put it in the offering. And Because uh, the Bible says that God gives seed to the sower. So if you don't have seed, perfectly entitled to ask him for the seed. Yeah. But if you get the seed, make sure you sow it. Um, <laughs> true. So, um, I asked him for this. Well, some while ago I'd priced up a job that was... a about 19 grand and I knew it would be very profitable because normally it would take us a day to dismantle one of these trees but when I hire this big big shredder what would take us a day takes him two minutes it's a monster wow. piece of kit he charges me nearly 2,000 a day for it but he can fill an arctic lorry up in 45 minutes with one of these things it's just, wow. it's just incredible and I've used that great effect so this 19,000 pound job it was 450 pounds for each tree um and I'd not heard back whether I'd won the job, but I did say, I sent Peter a text to encourage his faith. I said, I've asked God for a seed, and, uh, which I plan to have by Christmas. I, it's just my step of faith. But this job never came through, and by the time Christmas came, the job wasn't there. And I thought, well, I must do what I can to try and honour what I, was in my heart to pledge. So wherever I had 10 or 20 or 50, whenever I had spare available, I would put it in. But it would feel very stretching, because I also owed my dad. And I said, Lord, when I get this seed, I must have enough to at least pay my dad to the equal of... I can't just put it in the offering and leave my dad's debt unpaid. It's just not honouring. So I said, whatever you give me, it's got to be in the measure to pay my dad off. So the months went by. I was paying my dad off anyway. And by Christmas, it hadn't come through. But this 19 grand job came through in January. And then they called me in and they said, look, we had two quotes. They were both 19,000. But he said, you kept ringing me every month expressing your interest in the job. The other company didn't ring. Plus, this job is in Chatham, and you live in Chatham. 
Plus, we've got someone that works for us who knows you from a previous company and has said your work is brilliant and we like you. So for all those reasons, we're not going to knock you down on price, but you're going to win the work. Well, I knew that I was going to make a good bit of profit on that by hiring this big piece of kit. He said, by the way, we've got additional work here. Um, you know, we want you to price it. You're going to win the work, but um, give us your price. And I said, well, I've got good favour with you guys. I was taking teas and coffees into them each morning when we were working there, and I'd take sandwiches in just to bless the office stuff. They thought, wow, he's a good chap, you know, and they liked me. So I thought, I've got favour with you guys. Have you got an idea what you'd like me to do the job for? And he said, that wouldn't be fair to tell you the price, but if it's too high, we'll tell you, and if it's too low, we'll tell you. So I looked at the work, and it was only like three days of work with a cherry picker, and I thought three and a half grand would be would be ample, but because I've got the favour, I just wonder, I'll, I'll try him out, because it's a big company, I'll say five and a half grand, just, he can tell me it's too high. So I rang him up, and I said, look, just looking at this additional work, how does, how does five and a half grand sound? He went deadly quiet, and um, he finally said to him, Joel, it sounds too low. <laughs> I said, oh, right, okay, I'll get back to you, don't worry, I'll get back to you. <laughs> but, yeah. So I went back to God, so I just said, God, what do I say? I mean, should I just say 12 grand? I mean, should I just be stupid? <laughs> 12 grand. And I didn't have any sense of, no, don't do that. But I was a bit nervous, and I, I, I couldn't even tell him. I texted him. I said, 12, <laughs> 12 grand would cover me for the additional... Uh, we had 45 trees. The other 35 were being pruned. It was 12,000 would cover me for the additional um, 35 trees, hire of a cherry picker, getting rid of all the rubbish. Getting rid of all the rubbish was not going to take me hardly any, any time longer with this monster shredder. Anyway, so there was no, no extra real cost, except for maybe three days. So I texted him, 12 grand would cover me for the additional. I didn't hear anything back. A week and a half later, I go back in to the office. Joel, have you had a chance to think about this, this additional work? Have you given, you, you've got a price for me yet? Come outside, come and, come and chat with me. I said, well, I sent you a text about a week ago. Oh, he said, did you? I've been so busy. 12 grand will cover for the additional. He said, what was your original price for the work? I said, well, there's 19 for the first works and 12 for the additional. He said, how many trees in the first one? I said, 45. How many in the second? He said, 12 grand, 19 grand, 12 grand. 12 grand. And he shook my hand. And I said, wow. And he said, what do you mean, wow? I said, well, it's not every day you get a 32 sort of thousand pound job. And, and I did all of that, and I think the profit was probably 20-odd grand for, for less than three weeks of my time. So I was then able to not only honour my pledge, but pay my dad off. Um, uh, and then I'm driving to church. Do you want me to carry on the... I just want to... Yeah. <laughs> he's, got, he's honestly got so many stories. Okay. And uh, actually, we've, we've done a video uh, that we'll put out on Eastgate TV this week on YouTube, which has got more of these stories in it. But I'm just thinking before, I'd love you just to share the dream you had yes. just quickly before we, we need yes. to wrap things up. Um, because these stories really come out of a relationship. And I hope you're picking that up. This is about a relationship. It's about connection. Yeah. But the dream really illustrates that. Would yeah. you mind just sharing that briefly? Yeah. So I had a dream. God came in to me in a dream and he appeared to me as a magician. And he had three cups and there was a coin under one of the cups and he was spinning them. And it was beginning to get faster, and I was beginning to get really intent on making sure I didn't lose sight of the coin. And, um, and I was pleased with myself in my dream because I was keeping up. And, um, and then suddenly his hands speeded up to electric. I couldn't even see his hands, they were going so quick. And then it came to a stop. And I said, Lord, I've not got a clue. I could have a one-third chance if I make a guess, but it would be a guess. And I began to look up, and I saw his hands and then his arms, and I began to see the face of God smiling 
at me, a big smile when I saw his pleasure over me. And then he looked down at one of the cups and instantly I said, I know where the coin is. And I woke up and uh, God said to me, don't look at the coin, which could be the money that I could give to you. Uh, don't look at my hands, which could be the miracles that I could do for you. But, but look up and if you can see my face and if you can see my smile, you'll get everything else. Mm. And uh, I remember the verse in Psalms which says, I will guide you with my eye. Because in the, in the dream, it was his eye that had shown me exactly where to look. And um, I was excited that from now on, I always, can I feel God's pleasure mm. when I give? And for me, this morning, I thought, well, what do I, what do I give this morning? I don't want to talk about it. And, uh, you know, I need to think big. And um, I just, I'd heard of somebody that gave a mortgage payment, the equivalent of their monthly mortgage payment, because what they were saying is, God, would you get involved with clearing my mortgage? And, and actually, that's what I did when we moved into a bigger house. It was impossible. God made it happen as I began to sow. Nothing much will leave heaven's hand until something first leaves your hand. Wow. You know, he's looking for our, our, our desire to connect with him, mm-hmm. our expectation to receive from him, and that adds up to our faith in him. Faith, hope, and love are all involved when it comes to giving because we have faith in a promise. We have hope that something is going to increase us, not diminish us. Mm. And we have love because we're giving out of love because we want to see something physical changed as a result of the fact that we give. So faith, hope and love are wonderful things. So when I decide I'm going to give a mortgage payment, for me personally, that's quite costly for me. Um, It's like, in some cases, unaffordable. But it's my way of saying, God, I'm going to work to give this place a mortgage-free. I'm going to work to give your house a mortgage-free building extension. And Lord, would you give me a mortgage-free? Because then I've got a picture of my harvest. You might have a better idea. When you talk to the Lord, he might give you a completely separate idea. And I'd be interested in your idea because you might just inspire me to something that I hadn't thought of. And I'll go, that's amazing. It, that connects with my joy. I'm excited. God's going to do something for me. Really important that you keep the harvest in mind. Keep the expectation. That's really and do you know what I say to God? God, you can clear the whole lot away. If you want to heal my son of cerebral palsy, forget all the money. Just, I'm, I'm not too fussed about that stuff. That's just, a, that's just a test. That's just the proof that God can trust you with earthly things. Wow. so that he can trust you with heavenly things. I'm willing to scrap all of that. Any, any increase that's come to me has just come uh, because of his blessing, but it's as easy for me to lay it down because I know who it came from. People in the world, I'm not inspired by someone with a really smart house and a really smart car. I'm interested, how did you get that? Because if you got it by your own efforts and through your own strength, it's then your God. It's then, uh, I find it hard to part with that. But if you got it because God was totally involved, it's as easy to lay it down as it is to enjoy it. Wow. But I'm going to enjoy it because it's a blessing. He mm. wants us to enjoy it. I want to increase. And so mm. my way of, um, for me this morning, is my way of connecting my faith, my expectation. God, and if, if you're not going to clear my mortgage, well, you've got something better. You've got another. <laughs> you've got an idea that I hadn't thought of. But that just helps me to be inspired to give bigger 
And if I'm not inspired, you'll be lucky to get 20 quid out of me. (laughs) I've got to be. I've got to be. Otherwise, it's heavy. Otherwise, it's like, let's just go and have lunch. This isn't going to require any faith. Um, If it requires faith, it's going to attract the pleasure of God. Because without faith, it's impossible to please him because he is a rewarder. We've got to pay attention to the reward. When when David fought Goliath... Shall I stop there? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, let's... uh, (laughs) He's... Honestly... He's a, he's a gold mine, literally, uh, in this area. Um, but I'm going to invite the band back up because we've got a few minutes left. And uh, what I want to do, actually, is just encourage you now just to take a moment with God. Yeah. Uh, because as Joel's been describing, this is about connection. This is about relationship. This isn't trying to do it ourselves. And as Kim said, God's going to be glorified in the offering this morning. Yeah. That's what Kim said earlier. That's how I feel his pleasure. And if, as Joel said, you know... You can look at what you have and ask God what to give out of that. You can also ask for seed uh, to sow. Um, you may not have that seed or as much seed as you want right now. But as Joel, you know, when Pete said, I want it to be mortgage-free, Joel didn't have it at that point. So he said to God, this is what I want. If you give it to me, I will sow that in. So, you, you know, look at it in that way. I'm just going to ask, would you guys mind just playing a bit of music and... Uh, I'm just saying, just create an atmosphere. Just create an atmosphere. Um, and you just take a moment. I just want you to connect with Holy Spirit. Connect with heaven's joy. You know, what, what's, what's going to stir, what's stirring joy in your heart? And then we're going to, I'm going to ask Joel just to release a blessing over us. And then we're going to take up the offering um, as, we, as we close. But just take, take a moment yourself right now just to connect with heaven and ask Holy Spirit what, what he wants you to do this morning. So, Father God, I just would like to pray the prayer of Jabez uh, that you would he wanted enlargement against all of his pain, against all of the bad odds that had been dealt towards him. He just said, God, would you increase my territory? Would you enlarge my boundaries? And um, I just asked that uh, this morning, as we think about, in the natural, would be what would be a difficult thing to accomplish for this annex. And yet you said something, and we believe what you said. It's entirely possible it's entirely doable so we're asking you god would you enlarge our territory would you enlarge our boundaries and as we as we sow into the annex we just ask that you will also enlarge us because your pleasure is on us In jesus name amen and as we're thinking about giving as said i just believe god's releasing the ability to create wealth I don't know if you noticed, but Joel's ability to give was linked to his ability to create wealth that God's given him. In Deuteronomy 8.18, it says that it's God who gives us the power to make wealth, that he might establish his covenant with us. He, he gives us the ability to create wealth that he might extend his kingdom. It's one of the ways that we influence. It's one of the ways that we step up to that place that he's calling us up to. And so I just want to release over you the ability to create wealth 
And uh, we want, I just want to release a blessing over businesses. I want to release a blessing over your employment. I want to release a blessing uh, in terms of ideas for creating wealth and for promotion. And we just release that in this place right now. We just release heaven into your environments and into your worlds. So don't be surprised if you're getting ideas right now. Not just what to give, but actually how to unlock wealth as well. See, just to be good receivers as well, Lord. Yeah. So we're just going to, the band are going to lead us in a song. And as we do that, uh, can I just ask you to uh, just make your way to the front. We've got the offering buckets at the front. Uh, You can just make your way. Put your offering in there. There's envelopes in there. Uh, If you want to give by credit card, if you're a taxpayer, please make sure you gift aid it. Uh, You can do that on the envelopes uh, or online. You can sign a gift aid form if you haven't done that already. Um, But let's worship and come and uh, give our offering expecting a reward. Expecting a reward.